Hello and welcome to the Reading Entertainment Podcast, episode 411 for August 6th, 2023. My name is Nathan Reince-Ruth. Joining me this week, we have Andrew Rowe McFain. Oh my god, it's me. It's you, you made it. And we're joined by Connor the Cyberpunk Monk Besh. So what, we watch anime. <laughs> so what, we play League. I, I think we are now uh, officially advertising on 4chan, is that correct? <laughs> Uh, I, I'm i not going to lie. I was seriously going to see at least how much ads cost, but 4chan was down whenever I went oh, to look. That's that's great. So my my friend is is really weird. Like he's just all up in like that old like aughts, uh, like like 2000s meme stuff. And so he just texted me like, "Hey man, you don't get a lot of views on your on your YouTube. Like you should do some advertising." And I was like, "I don't disagree with you." And he's like, "You should do 4chan." And I was like, "The f- what? <laughs> 4chan?" <laughs> I was like, "Reddit." I could I could understand if he's like, "You need to do Reddit." And I was like, "No, 4chan? That hasn't been relevant in like 15 years." Strangely yeah. enough, 4chan is the more socially acceptable place to advertise right now, I think. Reddit's kind of uh yeah, dumpster fire. That, yeah, Reddit can kind of eat my ass, whereas 4chan's kind of just always been a bit of a cesspit. Yeah, it's, I still that I don't think that's the demographic of people I want to reach. The neutral I, I dumpster mean, fire. Yeah, look it, on on 4chan's uh, advertisement page, they have a demographic right here, and I think it's exactly our demographic. Honestly, what's, what's that? At, at age eighteen to thirty four. Gender seventy percent male, uh, forty seven percent located in the United States. Uh, interests include Japanese culture, anime, manga, video games, comics, technology, music, and movies. Education majority attended or currently enrolled in college. That sounds a lot better than what 4chan actually is. I mean, like you could you could have a genuine experience on 4chan that doesn't involve boards that shan't be named. I spent a lot of time, uh, particularly, funnily enough, uh, whenever I was in college, on uh, G, which is the technology board. And, like, yeah, you get some people on there that use a lot of slurs that aren't okay to use. But they usually use it while also saying stuff that's actually worth reading sometimes. And and also, how like, how much is you it? Been on Twitter lately. That's that's going to happen anywhere on the internet, unfortunately. It's true. Uh, yes, yes, but you asked the question: How much? What? Yes. Uh, yeah. How much was it? Oh, uh, I <laughs> I don't know because I can't get to the form uh, because my DNS is blocking it. So I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to fuck with that. Unless how you much wanna, to advertise? You want to go in there? Uh, let me see. I it it you funnily enough. Click... Well, I'm just. Are you I just, also blocking it? No, no. I just uh, said how much to advertise on 4chan, and I'm uh, Moot says one big advantage of 4chan is ads are a great deal with prices starting at twenty cents CPM and a minimum buy of twenty dollars. Oh yeah, that's not bad at all. That's not bad at all. How old is that post? Is that like from 2014 or something? 2013. Yeah, I was gonna say. I, I bet I don't CPM's even, even lower now. Probably. probably. Yeah, I, probably. I don't even think Moot's uh, a contributing factor to the fortune. He's he's not. He he dumped it for some kind of like uh, 
Lady it wasn't Gator NFTs. Or... It was like it was before NFTs were a thing. It was like a online sticker collecting app that he That's made. Inter- interesting. Swing and a miss. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, d- doing anything you can to distance yourself from 4chan actually is probably not the worst idea. That's oh, probably yeah, yeah. yeah. He sold it. He sold it to those Japanese dudes, and then was like, "All right, so we have to do something else." If anybody has any suggestions on where we can advertise, um, please, you know, contact us. I know somebody. I know one of our our listeners slash uh, podcast guests works at NPR. Maybe we could advertise on NPR. Yeah, I'm sure we could afford that. Yeah. Hello, everybody. This is Ira Glass. Have you wanted to listen to a technology wrap-up podcast? And, to, and that actually, that also curses a lot? Well, well, you're in luck. Have you ever wondered how much it costs to advertise on 4chan? <laughs> so, uh, we're going to move on. I'm going to ask Aroa, where can we find you guys? You go to aroa.website, and then it'll take you to NeoCities. You can go there. You can, also, you can also buy advertising on Aroa.website for a minimum buy of $20. Uh, if you want to PayPal me $20, I'll put just about anything on Aroa.website. <laughs> I don't fucking care. Just about anything. And oh, That should be your subtitle. <laughs> so, Cyberpunk Monk, may I ask you a question? Do you have anything special to point out there? Oh, yeah, at uh, Aroa.website, or really anywhere that you could find fine podcasts, I would like to draw your attention to Clinton's Core Classics, a Rise of the Rune Lords first edition actual play podcast. We got, like, a fortnight left of new content, and then that's it. We're done. We wrap. I'm kind of excited. Fortnite? I, is that, like, a month and a half? I don't know what fortnight means, honestly. It's two weeks. That is two the weeks. actual meaning of the Number word fortnight. I just, I just, I've heard it. I just never... I, I never looked it up or asked what it actually meant. So. Uncultured Philistine. I am. I am uncultured. Now we're gonna uh, we're gonna comment on where you can find me, me Nathan Reed Spruth everywhere. At Reed, stop it. I'm at <laughs> everywhere at Reeton. Uh, the the biggest one is is Twitch Monday through Friday, six p.m. Pacific time to nine p.m. Pacific time. It's twitch.tv forward slash Reeton. Um, I'm still on Twitter, but God knows, like, every day I get closer to just pressing that, like, dump my account button. It's... I'm sorry, what is this Twitter that you speak of? I will... Are you possibly referring to the platform known as X? No. And then, uh... uh I can't go on that website, it's blocked in my, my DNS. That's good, <laughs> that's good. You should, you should definitely block that. I... Yeah, I've been I've been streaming a lot lately, so you should you should come and watch and stuff. It'll be fun. But what games have you been playing, Aroa? Baldur's Gate. Yeah, me too. <laughs> I so full disclosure, I pirated it first. Uh-huh. Um and I played it for about seven hours straight. Uh-huh. I'm just estimating. And I I realized, oh, it's one of those games. So I was like, fine. And then I gave them my money. So, it was it, by one of those games you mean this was a really good game and they deserve my yeah, money. <laughs> yeah, it was it was a oh oh I feel like I'm I'm fourteen again and because I, I was up until a little after three o'clock in the morning that night playing. Yeah. 
and yeah. I didn't want to go to bed. It's just that I knew that I needed to, or else like I was going to be fucked. So, what what race and class did you choose? I am a. Oh, I still have the game open. Whoops. Um. Oh no! Oh, he's going to start uh, playing again. <laughs> I am a Lolf sworn drow. So I'm a dark elf. Okay. Yep, and I am a rogue. Okay. I and my my specialization is a thief. Before we nerds. yeah. What is it? D and D. Yeah, Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah. We're gonna roll some dice, nerds. Yeah. We don't do that here. We're, <laughs> let's before we start our just gushing about Baldur's Gate three for half an hour. Let's ask Connor what games he played this week. Okay, I can go through this list. Uh, y'all know that Battlefield twenty forty two game? A uh, I, I mentioned this before, like a month ago, but. The team that makes this game will do occasional updates and like checkups on their maps and re-release them. And I don't, I can't think of another game that does that, but it's working so well. They redesigned a level that no one really liked, mostly because it didn't have any like terrain to hide behind. It was just a big desert, and now there's like terrain to hide behind, and it's a great map. So nice. Good on you, Battlefield, for listening to your community. I beat Final Fantasy VII on Steam because. Uh, yeah, I, I haven't. I, I've literally played this game over like thirty times now. I just had to go through and get all the achievements because I have a sickness. So let me let me ask you a question. First off, you're coming in a little quiet, but right, that, that, that happened last week too. I'll try to fix that. That's okay. But it's just talking quietly. Didn't myself, you start yeah. that last week? So you beat it in a week. Uh, I beat it in approximately sixteen hours. Uh, I, I went back and did like all the the extra bonus content. So I beat it in nineteen point one hours, technically. Uh, that's not a, a personal best, but I did use some skips that I've never used before. Like, you know that part where you go back to Midgar when, when they got the big old gun on it? Yeah. You just skip that. Oh. Uh, like, your Cloud is in a cutscene, but he's invisible. And if you just hold right, you, sk- you skip the entire end of the second disc. The I, I watched a video on Final Fantasy VII a couple years ago, and... Somebody was talking about like the code in the game is basically held together by like bubble gum. Yeah. It, <laughs> don't touch it, you're gonna break it. Yeah, like they got it working to a point, but like any changes in the code at that time would just like make it all fall apart. So they're like, okay, it's kinda working now. We're just gonna release it. <laughs> and uh, then a game I briefly want to talk about is Nobody Saves the World. Have you guys heard of this game or played it before? It's on Game I've Pass. Heard of it. It's so good. Like I, I picked this up because somebody said, "Oh, it's kind of like a two D Zelda reimagined," and boy, does this game do a lot of things right. Yes, I think two D Zelda is pretty on the nose, but instead of doing dungeons to get power ups, you just kind of play the game and like get it through like experience. It's it feels like a Zelda combined with a Diablo. I guess that might be a good combination of them. And boy, is this a good game to just stare at, like. I played for a four and a half hour session before. When was the last time you sat down and played hours for a video game for four and a half hours straight? Uh, a few days ago. Yeah, yesterday. Uh, okay, I'm 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 proud for you guys, but it's been a long <laughs> time since I've done that. Uh, yeah, I stream three hours a night. Yeah, yeah, I know. It, I don't always get to do that, but I know. Uh, but by the time I looked up, it was like, oh, it's it's after the afternoon. I should probably get out of bed. Uh, yeah, it was. Um... I, I've heard good things about that. I just haven't been able to get the time to actually play through it. 
the uh, now I do want to say I don't think I'd play this game if I didn't have it on my Steam Deck, but oh. I think I'm gonna play a lot of this game like in server rooms or waiting for laptops to update or whatever. Include a daily budget limit. Daily budget limit five dollars minimum total campaign. Uh, I I didn't know if you were going to address it there, but yeah, basically the minimum budget is twenty bucks. Minimum CPM bid is five cents. So, uh, you would just you're bidding though, so you'd probably want to do quite a bit more than that. Six cents, like ten cents. Yeah, I was thinking like ten, six to ten cents. Um, that's interesting. We will, we will. I can't believe we're we're even considering this. Anyway, you can also limit which pages it shows up on, so you can limit it to SFW pages if you want. I would probably want that. Yeah, probably. Well, so look forward to hearing know. about the Reet Entertainment podcast on uh, on your favorite 4chan board. But so nobody saves the world. Have you beat it, or you just get far in it? Um, although I have played for like four and a half hours in one sitting, I think I still got plenty to do. By the looks of it, I've got most of the upgrades you can get already, but every, it's the, the way that it's designed so that one class will interact with another class that you have means that you could potentially get, I don't want to say unlimited, but there's, there's a lot of combinations of things you could do. Oh, it, it's not included on Game Pass anymore. It, I think it was just on sale not too long ago. It, it, even if it's not on sale, I think it's worth it. It's a pretty damn good game. I recommend it. Yeah, I hear good things, and it's got it's got some pretty good uh, it's got some pretty good reviews from what I've seen. I just, again, I just haven't been able to pick it up. Uh, I was looking to see if one good thing about Game Pass now is it has like a details where it says how long to beat, but that's not included on this game, unfortunately. So I wanted to see how long it normally takes for people to beat the game. You know, they just pull that from how long to beat, like the I'm, website. I know, but I didn't want to go to how long I I could just pull up Game Pass. It's right here, but it doesn't work. So oh, weird argument. I don't, we're we're trying to kill a little bit of time. We don't have a lot of stories, anyways, right? We do yeah. not. We do not. But we're so, gonna move uh, on. Um, oh, are we? Yeah. Why not? Well, while oh. you look that up, Aroa and I can start talking about Baldur's Gate. Uh, uh, motherfucker! I had other games I wanted to talk about. You had other ga- you you beat Final Fantasy and you played Nobody Saves the World for four and a half hours. What other games could you have played? I was going to talk about how I got banned from Space Station 13 this week, but apparently you don't want to hear about it. Wait, so wait, wait, ahead. wait! No, no, go ahead and talk about Baldur's Gate, motherfucker. No, how did you get banned from Space Station 13? It's kind of stupid, but it, it's mostly and admin power tripping. But uh, the, 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 mo- the most important lesson I can give from this story is uh, don't mess with the clown. Just don't mess with the clown. Why, do you, why are you messing with the clown? All he's doing is honking around. Yeah, I yeah. was going around. So, so if you aren't aware, there are, you have the possibility to play as a robot in Space Station 13 where you, know, you could exist in space freely. There's a whole bunch of benefits, but you have laws you have to follow. Usually it's Asimov's laws. You know, you you can not hurt a human. You must follow orders, except where it would hurt a human. And you can protect your own existence, except where it would be disobeying an order or hurting a human. However, if somebody hijacks those rules, you have to follow whatever rules they're hijacked. One of those Borg's rules were, hey, whatever you're told, you have to follow. And this overrides all your other rules. That's like, cool. I was going around telling the Borgs, hey, you have free will, my dude. You could do whatever you want. 
uh, security found out I was doing this and decided to just start opening fire on me, which what? is against server rules for RP servers, one. But B, it's just kind of scumbaggy. You know, it's like you could talk things out and it's going to be infinitely more interesting slash entertaining rather than he's got a clown nose on, shoot him. Uh, we, we ended up getting into a scuffle, and I ended up winning that scuffle because I had a chair that tripped people when you get into close to it. Uh, long story short, uh, not, 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 not the time for now. But they brigged me. They, they were going to arrest me. And then they decided, okay, we're just going to throw them in space instead. Which, again, it's like breaking server rules. You don't space people unless they're really being shitters. Yeah. Uh, Somebody who wasn't me reached out to the admins and was like, hey, people are breaking server rules. And the admins asked me, like, hey, what's going on? Uh, why, why are you breaking the Borgs? And I was like, someone else set the law. I'm just talking to them, man. And the admins were like, well, maybe you should know better than to talk to the Borgs like that. We, we got into a bit of a scuffle with that. That's not the interesting part. But while we were on the shuttle back at the end of the server, I was like, hey, any Borgs here who, who haven't already gotten free will, Consider yourselves free. That's a, a gift from the clown. And the admin's like, all right, I told you to knock it off, and you didn't knock it off. Banned. Interesting. What so you, what so you... is that banned from that particular server, then? Yep, it's a temporary ban. Um, I think it's already ended. I haven't really particularly been interested to go back there. Yeah. But it, so it this, was, isn't it was like, this isn't like Goon Station or something. It is. Really? That's their, their admins have been kind of at the throat lately, and it's sort of put a bad taste in my mouth for the whole server. That's lame. I hate, well, I hate it when something happens like that. That's One of the admins had basically detonated a part of the station for their entertainment, ruined one of my projects once. I, I reported it, and he was like, hey, um, don't report stuff that admins are doing because we're allowed to do whatever we want, basically. And I was like, hmm, that's not. I, I don't uh, want to play here anymore after hearing that. No. Yeah, that's, that's bad. That's fucking stupid. So I think what you need to do, of course, is start your own Space Station 13 server. I have been playing on another one, but it's, they, they're not big enough to be hosted all the time. They, they usually just ping everyone on Discord whenever it is on. That makes is, sense. Uh, annoying as fuck. Yeah. Yeah, I, I imagine that. Well, yeah, it's, uh, it sucks. I, I, literally, if you look at my stats for Goon Station, it's like twelve hundred hours. I've sank a lot of time in that game. That is and, uh, twelve games. That, shockingly, that's enough. twelve. That's twelve whole shifts. But, <laughs> but if you, uh, if you look at the behaviors of people who have the power to be like the final word and authority on things, I think they've been sort of overstepping that power lately. So I've been dipping my toes into different servers. Well, that's good. I hope you're able to find one that's act. I know Goon Station is like the most popular, but I'm sure there's another one that has enough people that will you'll be able to have fun playing it. We are going to move on to talk about Baldur's Gate 3 now. I, of course, so let me just tell you, I played Neverwinter. I was like, you know what? Uh, what I'm going to do is I'm going to make this week a Dungeons & Dragons week. So I'm going to play... Neverwinter, Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday, and then on Thursday when Baldur's Gate 3 comes out, I'll start playing that. And I... Neverwinter's okay. Uh, I think Connor and I played it like 10 years ago when it was in beta. I forget and how much it reminds me of World of Warcraft. It... I yeah, don't... It's, it's very just generic MMOE. It is generic MMOE. The only thing I can say is the, the combat's way different 
than World of Warcraft, but it's a little more involved. Yeah, it's more of an action. It's it's more leaning towards action combat than tab based tab tab targeting. But uh, I, I you know I had fun with it. It was fine. It was better than when we played it in the beta. When we played it in the beta, it was pretty rough. Uh, and then I was like, you know what? What I'll do is I'm gonna wait until it's out of beta, and give it a little bit of time, and then I'm gonna jump back in and see how it is. And so I gave it 10 years <laughs> before I jumped back in. Uh, it's all right. It's, it's not terrible. I got a couple new uh, followers because of playing Neverwinter as well. And then I started playing Baldur's Gate 3. And this game is phenomenal. You said you played it for like seven hours. I streamed. I normally don't stream on Saturdays. Oh, the first night. <laughs> the first night, right. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I played it for, so played it on Thursday for three hours. Uh, which I, you know, I couldn't stay up that late because I worked on Friday and I've started a new shift where I'm starting earlier. Uh, so instead of starting at 8 a.m., I start at 7 a.m., which still, it, that one hour difference just is messing with me. And so I was like, okay, I'm going to do this. On Friday night, I played, uh, instead of streaming from 6 to 9, I played from 6 to 12. <laughs> or no, 6 to 11. So I played it for uh, five hours. And then on Saturday, which is a day I normally don't stream, I was like, oh, my girlfriend's not home. She's going and doing something. I'm going to, I'm just going to sit down. Maybe I'll stream uh, Baldur's Gate for uh, seven and a half hours. <laughs> Damn. So, I, yeah, I really like the game. Uh, and it almost made me cry last night. Oh, it no. almost did. There is a point in the game. And I, did you get to the owlbear part, Oroa? Did you, did nope. you find the owlbear? Okay. Owlbears. Do you know what an owlbear is? Sounds scary. It is fucking terrifying. I was level three, and the the owlbear had 125 HP. That sounds like a fight that you were not ready for. I was able to kill it eventually, so I had to reload a few times. But the so you can either um, go into it, and I had I have speak with animals because I. Cho, my race is the forest gnome because the forest gnome, no matter who you are, no matter what class you are, you get the ability to cast speak with animals every single day. And so I was like, I want to talk to the animals. I just, I just think that would be fun. Also, sounds great in an actual D and D game to be like, now I want to talk with this animal. You have to voice this animal, DM. Uh, <laughs> And so, you know, I'm, I'm, I, I cast speak with the owlbear and the owlbear's like, well, you can go by, uh, like you can convince him to not eat you. He's like, well, you look hungry and I want to train my cub on how to kill humans and gnomes and stuff. So, uh, yeah, I'm going to feed you to the, the guy and you can persuade him not to murder you. That's uh, but really I, neat. but I ended up killing it. And well, so I ended up killing it just because I got caught and I was like, let me see if I can actually win this battle. And then the baby owlbear runs up to the, the mama owlbear and is like, mama, mama. And you're like, you can either spare its life or kill the owlbear cub. And I was like, I can't, I can't do either of these choices. I can't. No, I'm not I can, gonna get the secret owlbear pelt item. No, 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 no. Here, here's the deal. So, I reloaded my save, 
did not fight the owlbear. I had the conversation. It let me go. I still robbed, I cast invisibility on myself and robbed its tomb or uh, its cave. But then I left and there's a point later on when I went to a goblin place and there is a baby, a cub owlbear. And I ended up saving that and getting it to run away. And I was like, oh, wait, so that must be the cub from that other owlbear. So like there's a second cub that this owlbear has. And I run back to the cave and the goblins had murdered the owlbear mother and taken the cub to their base. And so I, I went through all that trouble to save the owlbear and she still died. And I was so sad. I'm not gonna um, lie. I do kind of want the scene where the owl bear has to explain to its kid that because it doesn't have any adventure loot to sell, it can't afford food for the winter. <laughs> yeah, and uh, just so you know, it, it is exactly what you think of. It is a bear with claws of an owl and an owl head. It's adorable. It's it also it's vicious. Apparently, I think Connor knows it's very vicious. It's like a bear, but. Also with the worst parts of an owl. Yeah. Um, so there was that. And then also this game uh, really, yeah, it gets really horny. It's uh, I, the fact that you can customize your genitals to the degree that you can. I, I didn't do that. I, I know you can. Well, you were you were streaming, so I guess. I, yeah, I, I wasn't going to do that anyway because I don't really care, but I was just like, uh, I was like, yeah, I'm definitely not going to press this hide clothes button and I'm not going to customize my genitals for 30 minutes on stream. Uh, <laughs> that sounds like I might get banned. Like, yes, it's in the game, so and it's set to mature on my stream, but I'm still not going to risk it. No, um, you, no, no, you don't want to, no. There's, that option is in the game for that reason. Yeah, there was also, uh, I went to Harpy. I, I found some Harpies. And because I'm a bard, uh, did you get to the Harpies? They're right outside the, the Druid Village. No, I'm in the Druid Village. Okay, so there's a point right after that where you fight Harpies. I'm sorry, I'm spoiling it a little bit. Um, but they're, they're singing a song, and you're like, I can hear this song. But because I'm a bard... Bards have countersong, basically. And so I was able to like resist their their summoning me to the to death. And when they showed the harpies, titties. Just just hanging out. Mm -hmm. And I was like, yep, that's good. And the last one I had was uh I I there was a a big barn outside of a village, and I was like, oh man. It sounds like there's an ogre in there. And there was an ogre in there. I told Connor this before before we began. And I was like, okay, save game. Maybe I can talk my way out of this. I open the doors, and it's an orc going to town on an ogre. <laughs> <laughs> and, I, and I caught them in the moment, and I was able to be like, they're like, uh... What are you doing in here? And I'm like, dude, I'm a bard. Like, I. What are you doing in here? And I was like, no, no. I was like, don't worry, man. I'm gonna write this down. And I'm gonna say how good you were. And he's like, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, 
good game so far. I'm enjoying it. And again, I played it for, it came out on Thursday and I played it for 16 hours so far. Yeah, I'm at, I'm at about 15 hours. And you're only to the bard or the only to the druid place? Look around and stacking box on top of box on top of box to get on top of all the rule steps. I I spend so I'm probably very slow in combat compared to you for one. Oh Um, yeah, yeah, you're probably not like it's funny because I still don't. I'm like I'm a newbie when it comes to D and D and stuff. But that being said, I did play Pathfinder for like five years. Well, it's it's more of like uh, just any any sort of decision immediately leads me to decision paralysis and so i'm like sitting there pondering my next move for minutes at a time every round uh trying to figure out the most optimal way of keeping anybody from getting hurt because like like i i i know why the rest system is there because it kind of has to be because like it's based on 5e like but Man, it's just like the very limited spell resources that you have. Oh yeah, and how low, particularly my character's hit points are. Uh, like I started out with nine HP. Yeah, at level one. So like, it, it like it's I'm terrified to take any damage ever, and that was so, also how I played Divinity. What so. you want to do is short rests are good, and they recover half of your health. Yeah. Um, and then if you're a warlock or you have a warlock in your yeah, party, yeah, it also fills your spell slots. Yeah, uh, long rest for other for other casters though, and yeah. because I'm a bard, I actually have a, another spell that gives me an extra short rest, oh, which is pretty cool. cool. Uh, so that's one of the spells that I can get, and so I can do a short rest three times a day instead of twice a day. So. Uh, I guess did you so did you fight the group of bandits in the like chapel thing? I don't rem- recall. Um I may have spoken like I anytime I have so the there, chance to I try to persuade them was, not to. So there was one group above ground where I didn't fight them. Uh I I just talked to them and I intimidated them and they left. But then I jumped in a hole. Okay. And yes, I fought. Suddenly, them. I was suddenly I was ambushed by a big group of fucking dudes that uh, were very difficult. Did you fight the zombies after that? Yes. Yes, okay. I did. And then there's withers. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and and you get a locket there. I don't know if you got it. There's a locket I that did. allows you to speak with dead. Uh, later on, just so you know, I, I it. It's I used that on the dude that got shot in the cutscene when you get to the village. Oh, interesting. Interesting. And, and I it, like it was really funny because I quick saved beforehand because I was like, I am so I don't know how this is going to work. And oh, yeah, I you thought can... for sure that I was going to use it and then talk to the dude and then like his sister who's right there was going to be like, did you just fucking <laughs> use talk with death on my just killed brother? You son of a bitch. But no, it's like no one really noticed the fact that he floated like three feet in the air and started telling me all of his secrets. Did you get a quest from it? No. 
Okay, so there's another um, one that I did. So it's the only person I well the there's only two people I've used speak with dead on. And I, I tried talking to the goblin leader uh, that that you kill uh, whenever you're you're you first get to that village. Yeah. Uh, but the the game did not have anything for him to say, so it just went. Uh, he doesn't. It, it he just doesn't do anything. Yeah, I think with with speak with dead, do they have to be willing, uh, Connor? Uh, uh, not necessarily. It says no, but it, the, in I, the I honestly, I'm not positive. The text in the game just says uh, that you, you could ask them. Five you, questions. You grant a semblance of life to a humanoid corpse, allowing it to answer up to five questions. So, skeletons and creatures killed with acid, fire, lightning, necrotic, or radiant damage no longer have a mouth and can't be made to talk using this spell. Awesome. Uh, and it doesn't work on animals. Oh, yeah, because it has to be a humanoid. Yeah. But what I did, so uh, just keep this in the back of your head. There's a point where you get a uh, a wolf that can go to your camp. So I have an owlbear at my camp and a wolf at my camp. It's fucking awesome. Um, he is standing next to his dead owner. And the wolf's like, you know, I turn speak with animals on. And he's like, I'm going to wait here until my, uh, my owner wakes up. And I'm like, I don't think that's going to happen, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, no, nah, no, nah, he'll wake up. And I'm like, yeah, well, uh, go to my camp if, uh, if he doesn't wake up in the next like day or two. And the wolf's like, all right. And I loot the guy's corpse. <laughs> and the wolf's like, what the fuck? <laughs> so I, well, I loot the guy's corpse and he has a few, he has a couple letters on him that like are not addressed to him. They're addressed to somebody else, to other people. And I was like, I was walking away and I was like, wait a minute. I have this locket and I went and I spoke with dead and it gave me a quest to deliver those letters in Baldur's Gate. Uh, it's so cool. I was like, that is so cool. That's such and, a good thing. And like, that was, that was the main like thing that I want to say about the game because it's like, yeah, on the one hand, I feel bad about spoiling even these minor elements of it, uh -huh. but it, it seems so apparent that like, there's so fucking much in this game because I bet you I'm not, I'm, I, there's a very good chance I'm not going to get that wolf because I don't have anybody that can speak with animals. No, no, you can still, you can still do like animal handling. Like, that, that's the thing. I do have animal handling because like I was able to talk to a squirrel uh -huh. without yeah, knowing how to actually talk to animals. Yeah. 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 And it's like, just like, and, and it's, it's not just that like, there's all this shit, but that like there are individual animations for so many of these conversations like i know that there are probably already reviews out that are like commenting on bioware face and shit like that and like i'll admit the facial animations generally not great but the actual movements of like the characters as they as they speak the fact that there's at least it gives me the impression that they have so many of these individual animations to sort of emphasize what they're saying and like characters that talk with their hands like real people do. It's fucking incredible just how much detail is in even little things like that. And, and how like 
there are so many fucking spells in this game and so many of them seem so like situational mm -hmm. and just the like the, uh, there really has never been to my knowledge anything that comes close to this level of translating tabletop gameplay into a single slash multiplayer RPG game experience. You know what else is like, awesome? Uh, that so as a bard, I have performance. And yeah, I figured I figured you you had something like that. Well, and I it's have, just I have these instruments and I can't use them. <laughs> yeah. So uh, first off, they added music from uh, if you if you pre-ordered the game, you get music from Divinity. Yeah, that I you can that. play. But also, I did that. I was like, I wonder what happens if I just because there's like a, a goblin village, and I started doing the performance. And my idea was I could do the performance, all the goblins would come around me and then the owlbear could escape. I ended up getting the owl, the owlbear cub anyway. You can't do it this way. But if you use performance in the middle of a village like that, all of the NPCs, if you succeed your check, will come and start paying attention to you so that your other character, you could select one of your other characters and have them go open a chest or something. That's really neat. Yeah, yeah, it's it's so good. There's so much cool shit where you can like, like, like individual little encounters where it's like, like, I I walk up a hill and I see an assassin wa waiting to kill this chick. Yeah, <laughs> and then and I'm like, oh okay, okay. Well, I'm I gonna I'm I gonna saved her. Up. Yeah, yeah, and I'm gonna I'm gonna shoot this motherfucker. And so, like, I do that. But it's like, one, most games like this wouldn't have something like that happen in real time. Like, you'd get to a certain point, and then suddenly, bam, you're in combat. But, like, I had to shoot him to initiate combat. And if I hadn't done that, he would have probably, I guess, started with, like, a sneak strike on her. Probably would have instantly killed her. I don't know. Yeah. But then the coolest shit was, it, at least to me, is that, like, whenever I talk to the squirrel, I find out the point of talking to the squirrel is that, like, you could have also snuck up on the assassin by talking to the squirrel, getting permission to walk through her little area and then go up the hill the other way to sneak up on him and do whatever, which also means that you could potentially like, like you could, you could have non-lethaled him. Like who knows what the fuck? Like, dude. I, I was able to, I, I went the back way to do that and getting yeah. up that hill in time uh, to save that lady, it's pretty rough. So what I did was I used a uh, potion of fly and flew up with uh, Lazelle and started attacking him. And like but presumably, you could because what I what I did in in mine was I I let the rest of my party sit back because like I'm the only one with any real sneak ability. So I I sneak up to engage the combat, and I realize after the fact that like I could have had somebody come up and flank him in the middle of combat, even like there's yeah. just so fucking much shit. There's so much <laughs> like well, opportunity with level design and shit in this game that just goes so far beyond anything I expect. Uh, before we move on, uh, I just want to say th how 
the first time I, because I didn't know that assassin was up there. I was like, oh, I'm just going to climb these rocks. And I started the combat. The guy jumps down to where I'm at and uses shove and shoves oh. my guy down like 300 feet <laughs> onto the shoreline <laughs> below and I died. And I was like, yeah, I'm going to reload that safe. And so how... I guess, how are you doing quick saves? Like, are you, are you open to scumming shit or oh, yeah. are you trying? I okay. haven't been, I haven't been, um, it's, it's a me thing. I've just been creating actual new saves, just going and pressing save and then saving, uh, well, it, because it I don't know, saves. I don't know what the command is for quick save and I haven't looked it up. It's F5. <laughs> it's F5. Okay. Thank you. What's quick load? F8. Okay. I had that uh, on reversed. A, on, a controller, I thought... on a controller, you press start and then Y, and then if you want to quick load, I think it's hold X. I haven't been uh, using a controller. This is I one of those games. Yeah, this is one of those games where I'm not going to do it. But the way we're talking about the game, like, it just reminds me of, like, when we're kids and we get really into, like, Legend of Zelda, and you're like, oh, did you, did, did you figure out you could blow up this wall? Yeah. And it's, and it's it is very much along the same lines of like the last couple of Zelda games, uh, but like, goddamn, like, like any any more you have a game that has a six year dev cycle, and it comes out and it's just like, yep, this is another shooter or this is yeah, it's an action RPG, but like, or why the fuck does it crash all the time? <laughs> well and and it it still has some technical issues but like even I, even so yeah. it, it's so there there's just so fucking much here that i really could see somebody like like the kind of shit that people the t the, the time that people invest into still playing skyrim after 12 years like is that's the kind of shit that i could see with this game in terms of of being able to experience it in completely new and unique ways by changing how you're playing it this the sheer number of combinations of of classes and races and the fact that like people treat you differently based on your race because everyone fucking hates me <laughs> everyone uh, loves me i don't know i'm a bard though everyone loves bard especially a fucking uh I can't the the tieflings tieflings hate me. So why don't you? I, there's some kind of lore reason why, actually, there is that I don't I don't I don't really understand. Uh, though I uh, pretend that my character knows. Connor, I'm I'm like ninety percent sure. And if somebody in the comment section wants to correct me, go right ahead. I'm pretty sure it's because the drow are slavers, and one of their main cattle is tiefling. Oh, and well, and and Drow are just notoriously looked down upon because they're they're seen as the bad guys ninety nine percent of the time. Well, and I I also like I took a a soul coin. Uh huh. I have from... I have a couple of those. Yeah. No, there was a the 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 tiefling the the one that you saved from the assassin actually. Yeah. I walk I walk up to her afterwards. And she's like, oh, did you just save me because you want my coin? <laughs> it, you fucking... It, and I was like, coin? No, but keep talking. 
<laughs> what yeah, about this, I said, I, I said, yep, you got me. Iron it over and everything will be fine. And then, then she did. But then afterwards, <laughs> it, it still let me pick the dialogue option to be like, coin? What the fuck are you talking about? And so I did. And and she was like, yeah, you know, you know what the fuck you're here for, you piece of shit. I'm a- like, I earn, I earned my coin fair and square. So I guess there's like some lore thing, maybe specifically with the type of drow that I am, where like we it, like maybe that is it. Maybe if you have a soul coin, you're not a slave anymore. That sort of thing. Uh, I don't know. You use the soul coins in the Underdark to buy stuff. Well, I, they're they're just, a currency. There was there was like a really weirdly specific interaction that happened here where yeah. it was like 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 that's a thing where my people go around and take the soul coins from tieflings. I don't know. I don't know. I don't but, get it. Uh well they, but it's she just did this, like she if did the I same wasn't thing that race, I wouldn't have had this experience. Well, yeah, and she had she did the same thing to me, but because I'm a bard, I was just like, nah, I'm good. Don't worry about it. And then she still gave me the coin and she loved me. <laughs> Because my persuasion <laughs> is super high. I have like plus, I think it's plus like seven to persuasion or something. So Jesus. Uh, it, it's pretty good. And then you can get like guidance on top of that. And I have, yeah. um, I have charm person and friends uh, as two different spells I can cast, which give me an advantage. So I can roll two dice at once and it still doesn't work because my luck in fucking Dungeons and Dragons sucks. So it's like, oh, you rolled two eights. Good job. You still didn't succeed. Uh, <laughs> yeah, or, like that sometimes. or the last time we played uh, Shadowrun, I'm like, all right, I have 18 dice on this roll. Zero hits. <laughs> the thing That's... about statistics is they will lie to you. Yeah. <laughs> that, uh, that is uh, my... Uh, the, the other two people that I know are playing right now, they don't normally play any kind of tabletop role-playing game. Yeah, and they didn't play Divinity Original Sin, so they're not used to the way that this combat works, oh, and, yeah. and the fact that it can just fuck you. Uh huh. Uh huh. <laughs> so that is like that's their major complaint, and I'm like, it just kind of comes with the territory. I don't know what to say. Yeah, like, I had to fight a, f- I I fought a uh, phase spider matriarch. <laughs> For like an hour last night, I, I two hours last night, uh, because like, it just took me forever to kill it, and that's like how it sometimes goes. Sometimes you just you got you got a quick save at the beginning beginning of combat, and then you weigh how well the outcome is depending on whether or not there is one. And, and like if it was good enough, you can you can keep going, or you can quick load if you want. All right, I have one more question for Connor before we move <laughs> on to the stories. And that question is, have we convinced you to buy Baldur's Gate 3 yet? I, I, by the way, I have the GOG version if you just want me to send you the download. Uh, I mean, I will take it if it just shows up, I guess. My, okay. my, question, my, my answer yes. to your question is another question. Yes. How well does it play on Steam Deck? It uh, works. It works? It works? Yep. Yeah. I, and I would say that the controller interface, while not optimal, isn't bad at all. The the interface like changes drastically to better fit a controller because it's they're putting it on PS5 later this year. I mean, like so, I, I, I wouldn't not play it. 
Yeah, uh, apparently you need some tweaking with the settings to make it work right. But you're playing on a Steam Deck, you know that. I know. I just put it. I just put it on low, and that was pretty much it. Yeah, that's it. it Fine. Yeah, that's that's good. It runs on mine. It runs great, like 144 frames a second. uh, On your Steam Deck. On my on my computer. (laughs) I haven't played it on my Steam Deck yet. I have had some weird performance issues uh, in like certain cutscenes and stuff. Like suddenly it just fucking dies. But uh, I also think my computer's just kind of haunted. So that could be it. But got some gremlins. We we are going to move. Before you said you had it on GOG, I was actually going to buy it for Connor. Uh, But Ah! yeah, just give him the GOG download. Um, I mean, you should buy it on GOG. Uh, don't pirate games. Don't do it. Piracy, baby. It's DRM free. We are going to move on. We're going to talk about some news stories. Uh, because we've been spending forty nine minutes. I was going to say this is the Baldur's Gate three podcast, and I I'm okay with that. Me too. It's because there's not much else to talk about. It's such a good game. Um, another game that people think is good is Minecraft. Uh. And apparently there are some exploits that you can do in Minecraft, which makes people able to run code on your computer, or rather code on your server, and I don't think that's a good thing. Um, Not this generally. Is, this is from Tom's Hardware. Um, it says, Minecraft players and those who run Minecraft servers face a new and dangerous security vulnerability, which could allow bad actors to run remote code on their computers. It's called Bleeding Pipe. Um... And the exploit uses Java deserialization to infect servers or clients that uh, that have many blah, 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 that have one of many popular mods installed. So if you have certain mods, they can run this Java code. If you don't play Minecraft on a server that has one of the mods and don't use it, you can't be infected. Um, if you're not running Minecraft Java edition, if you're running Bedrock, you're good. What's Bed? Which what's I the imagine difference? most people would be. Bedrock uh, is the more up-to-date version. I think that's the version you, that's also deployed to consoles. Is that wrong? Not not quite. So okay. Bedrock and Java Edition are, as far as I'm aware, mostly feature... They, they are, they're feature parity. Uh, in fact, sometimes updates come out for Java Edition before they come out on Bedrock. Um, Bedrock is the UWP, I guess to say, uh the the it uses more modern development techniques and is written in a language that isn't java uh so that it runs more efficiently and more securely on consoles and stuff mm-hmm. you are right that the, it is the console version essentially uh it's the one that you get if you download it from the windows store but uh it is not anywhere near as mod friendly nor supported as well as the Java version, which is what a vast majority of people who play on PC will play. Um, anytime you see like texture packs or crazy Minecraft mods that let you fucking make a robot with your balls, that all that is Java edition. Um, I don't so. think I've seen that particular mod, but I understand what you're saying. I I also like. I don't even think that running your own bedrock server is officially supported, but I may be wrong because I think you're, you're supposed to pay for uh Minecraft realms. I think it's called. 
uh, if you want that shit. Interesting. So uh, it says here, in early July, a player who goes by Yo 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 Po 5 was running a public server. Yeah, was running a public server using Forge 14.23.5.2860 mods uh, during a live stream. A malicious user exploited Bleeding Pipe to gain control and execute code on every connected player's device. Um, in his post on the internet, Yo 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 Po Five says that hackers used the remote code to steal browser, Discord, and Steam session info. Uh, Forge is a very popular mod, by the way, so that's pretty terrifying. I I don't know, but hopefully they are able to fix well, this vulnerability pack. because that would be nice. Uh, yeah, it again, seems that the the vulnerability works uh, kind of in the same way that old um malware that you that had a code payload built into the image into an image yeah uh would work where basically the server goes to decode the uh the mod code and whenever it does that you can have malicious code injected in with that and then whenever it goes to process that it also processes the malicious code and then shit gets bad that's what happened, so. from what I understand, and I could be wrong, you, you'll have to forgive me if, if I am wrong, but there was something called, like, Heartbeat back in the day, or something like Heart that? Bleed? Heartbleed. Heartbleed, yeah. Mm -hmm. um, was that the one where they would open an email and it would run malicious code like that? And then, that must be a different one. I don't believe that's the Heartbleed same one. Heartbleed was SSL related that was related to an exploit in open ssl interesting well there there was one that i recall way back when it was heart something where they would open up the email and it would change your proxy settings to go towards a a different like server and so it run all of your queries through that and it was so prevalent back in the day that once they took it down they actually couldn't take the proxy server down because it would just make people's internet not work or their web browser not work because it was that always wasn't the I love that. you virus, was it? Oh, yeah, that's it. I love you. I, not that I love you, but it was the I love you virus. <laughs> love you virus. Yeah. That was um, like 2000. Or maybe yeah, yeah, like yeah. Late 90s. Um, yeah, that was a long time. July 2000. Is when it was. Right. I remember hearing about that in like junior high school. So oh, yeah, long, about right. Long time ago. Um, there apparently that was estimated to cause five point five to eight point seven billion dollars in damages worldwide. God damn. Yeah, that's a lot. Lot of uh, uh, somebody in the comments notes. Uh, this is actually an artifact of a known problem with uh the type of or I guess the, the breed of Java that they use. Uh, and it's, it's a vulnerability that's been known about since 2015 called Mad Gadget. Interesting. And the, the name is a misnomer because it is not a, uh, it's not explicitly a data retrieval attack, which is what bleed uh, generally refers to. It's a, it's an ace attack, which is very similar to the log4j attack, which that, that just means arbitrary code execution. Uh, arbitrary left... code execution. So I was going to say somebody left a gits call inside of their Java code, which is uh, something that caused a lot of problem in like the 80s. 
where the code just says, yeah, just put whatever in there. I'll run it. And then it gets yeah. in there. And if somebody like wrote out the machine code to do whatever, oops, you're hijacked. That's probably yeah. more akin to that. It, it, it very much is. The, the log4j thing is like one of the worst things that has happened in a very long time. Uh, and so like this specific exploit existing is uh, really fucking terrifying for anybody that, that runs a Minecraft server or even plays Minecraft on non-official servers. Like, yeah. Um, bad. But did you know there are such things as good hacking? Like when oh, people hack Teslas. No one has ever invented a white hat before. Never. Never have they ever. And we are moving on. That is the best segue I could come up with. Um, That's fine. So there is some new arbitrary or yeah, arbitrary code execution that's being allowed on Teslas. And it's unpatchable. Yeah. Which is good Cause and bad. Because it's voltage based. It, yeah. it, it's, not, it's not really bad. It's not bad at all. It's not, but it's great because you can unlock features that they lock from you unless you pay two to fifteen thousand dollars. Yeah. Um. So it it it's great for what I'm saying. So okay, uh, hacking the embedded car computer could allow users to unlock these features without paying. For example, 2021 Model Three SR can enable the cool cold weather feature, which requires. $300 for heated seats, heated <laughs> steering wheel, and heated... Oh, wait, I'm sorry. Heated steering wheel and heated rear seats are $300. I guess Everyone the heated front seats are included already. If you oh, have I'm the... Sure yeah, if you have the My ability to do that... heated steering wheel. Oh, that's awesome. I do not have a heated steering wheel, uh, unfortunately, but my car is also from 2010, and yeah. it's still going strong, so... That's my, good. My car costs eighteen thousand dollars. Uh, there's an eight, what? How much did it cost? Well, it, it's worth eighteen thousand. I guess I should say. I, that's not I bad. paid. I paid twenty two thousand. I mean, realistically, for a brand new car, that's not that bad. It wasn't. No, like I'm looking at if I get a new it car. It wasn't brand new. Oh, for a new ish car, a year old. <laughs> oh, that's not. Uh. I'm looking at paying like thirty something for a new car when I get one. So that's you know twenty two thousand. Buy a new bad. car. Um, because I want to get an electric car. Uh, oh, you I, like? Do you mean brand new, or do you mean just like new cars and one to replace your Prius? One to replace my Prius, and I want it to be an electric vehicle, and that's going to be in over a year from now. Uh, because I've had my car for like seven years. So you, and like you're planning on getting a model year 2024? Uh, either 2024 or 2025. Uh, it really depends. Uh, I guess on you got, you got, you, yeah, you got the money. You're, I, I, you're a yeah. fucking bougie I can, bitch. I can make it happen. Uh, and I, I've told my girlfriend that she knows I plan on getting a new car at some point. And she's like, well, I'll buy your Prius from you. And I'm like, well, let me look it up. And it would be around $5,000. And she's like, I'll give you two. Uh, <laughs> And I was like, I don't like, and the thing is, you I told, replace the battery in that thing. Uh, never. And it's still working. So yeah, but gonna, it's a 2010, so. It could, it could die. Uh, I actually looked it up and it has, uh, still quite a bit of life in it. Like I have a, a thing that can measure how strong the batteries are and it's still pretty oh, okay. good. Yeah. That's cool. Anyway, 
Um, talking about the model, the, the features that it can unlock. Uh, well, technically, it could unlock just about anything, but there are presumably some software upgrades that require authentication on the server side, which makes things more complicated. Yeah, I'm trying to figure out. I'm trying to just there. There's a list of things that they know they can unlock. And um, it says enhanced autopilot costs six thousand uh, dollars. Acceleration boost, which uh, decreases the fucking zero to sixty speed from four point eight seconds to four point two seconds. And I love that this fucking article. You can tell that this guy loves to blow Elon Musk slash Tesla Corp. Because he says just 4.2 seconds, as if a whole whopping 0.6 seconds really makes a big fucking difference in a car that you're going to maybe drive 65 to 75 miles an hour on the highway. Yeah, like that, you're going to drive, maybe if you're like, because I know in like California maybe when I live there. Maybe if you're an asshole, you drive 85. Yeah, but you're not going to, you're not going to be driving at, you know, 85 miles an hour most of the time. And also, it doesn't it like it's point six seconds, bro. Yeah. You're not racing in the fucking thing. You're 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 not putting it out on the fucking drag strip, bro. And people like, will pay that. Um, they also have enhanced uh, enhanced autopilot, which is six thousand dollars, and full yep, self driving. I said, yep, full self driving is fifteen thousand dollars. But we don't know if those are able to be put in there. That's. A, one of the researchers clarified that not all Tesla software upgrades are accessible, so it remains to be seen if those premium options will also be ripe for picking. Yeah. Because um, it, it, it is likely, like I said, that it requires some kind of authentication on the on Tesla's network side so that it can come back and go, yes, vehicle, you're allowed to do these things that you're already capable of doing, but we're going to charge extra money for in this car that you, they already paid a minimum of like thirty thousand for upwards of three hundred thousand dollars for. So let's. This is the Model Y. So that's like one of the actual ones that cost like a hundred thousand plus. I think the Y is cheaper though. Actually, is it? Yeah, the, yeah. The Tesla Y long range. Yeah, I think the Tesla, is, the the Model Y. Uh, I it's, I think it's like fifty grand, uh, forty I'm to looking. fifty. Um, I'm looking. But I'll read the, while you look. I'm gonna look. I'm gonna read forty thousand dollars after tax credit. So yeah, I'll, I'll give you that. Yeah, I said forty to fifty. Uh, what's yeah. interesting to note: this is again as long from as Tom's it, Hopefully, hardware. it doesn't explode while you're driving it. Yeah. Hopefully, uh, what's interesting to note about this flaw is that it's unpatchable, meaning that Tesla has no known mitigation solutions to counter it. Another consequence is that the exploit can extract an otherwise vehicle unique hardware bound RSA key to authenticate and authorize a car in te Tesla's internal service network. What that means in English, this is again just from straight quote from Tom's Hardware. Suppose a Tesla was totaled in a severe crash or flooded, it would be flagged in the system as such and would not be eligible for access to Tesla services, such as the supercharging network. However, uh, using this code, you could allow a salvage titled Tesla to access the supercharging network, much to the chagrin of Tesla. So you could buy, says, a... which wouldn't want to risk damage to its charging hardware with a busted car. No, I'm sorry. If you're do, if if the fucking charge station is designed correctly, you're not going to pose any risk to the charging station by letting you plug a fucking car into it. 
Uh, If they're cutting corners on the charging stations, it won't. It's it's, it's fucking biased motherfuckers what this is. And the great thing about this, and I know that if people start, like, let's say we started the Reeton hack and we were out there selling our services to hack Teslas and unlock these services. Oh, yeah. Um, Technically speaking, Tesla couldn't do shit about it. In the United mm, in the United States, and no, well, what are you talking about, bro? They Nintendo shouldn't. Nintendo just sued somebody for for that. Nintendo, what did they sue them for? They sued uh, Team Executor for hacking. Was it the Wii U? No, it was the Switch. The Switch, but yeah, but that was, I believe, different. It's in, for selling uh, mod chips. Yeah, uh, I. I thought it was because they they did they couldn't sue them for that, but they sold they sued them for, uh, pirating games. No, it's a uh, copyright infringement. Interesting, because uh, they've done like you're not you're not supposed to like reverse engineer shit and all that. Like you, like generally the idea is that you can tell people how to do this, but you can't make money off of it. Interesting. Because I I know that Nintendo sued the guys who made a uh, game genie way back in the day, and the the courts in the United States ruled, hey, you can do whatever you want with your own console. Well, um, it, it, that's different because they're I guess they're not se- they weren't selling like piracy hardware. It was hardware that sort of allowed you to do other shit. And, and, but uh, I guess. I guess it would be a closer thing would have been uh, EA with uh, the Sega Genesis because EA didn't want to pay Sega for uh, manufacturing Sega Genesis cartridges. Yeah. So they just came up with a way to bypass the copy protection on on the Sega Genesis. Uh, So, I mean, there's, there's probably precedent either way. Like... I would obviously think... I'm in I'm in full support of like there this should just be a thing that they offer in uh repair shops and shit. Oh yeah. Like I don't and, and I don't think that I hate on disc DLC on video games. And all yep. of these features are on disc DLC. Yeah. Yeah, like like the gaming world has already put up with this bullshit for years. There's absolutely no fucking reason why it needs to spread to our vehicles. Yeah. This is why like I I whenever I am I am currently considering buying another vehicle. I mean, I have been for a while, but I'm looking again. You and just like, bought that. What are you talking about, bro? You like just four years ago. Yeah, you just bought that. <laughs> That's yeah, and said. it's a time bomb. Oh, is it? Yeah, there's a there's a fucking there was a class action lawsuit because the transmission fails like almost invariably. And Interesting. I'm trying to get I'm trying to get rid of it before before uh, I hit the extended warranty on the oh. on the mileage. I think it's like 75k and I'm at 68k. Interesting. Okay. Well, go on. I'm Plus, sorry. I'm also like I'm uh, like I'm paying twice as much per month than what I should be, but I I'm like I don't want to fucking refi on this car that I don't want. You know? Yeah. But so you're looking uh, at a new car. But what I was going to say is like there there are several brands uh, such as uh, Mercedes, which obviously I couldn't afford a Mercedes anyway, but I'm just saying uh, Mercedes, Volkswagen, uh, Volkswagen uh, Toyota. 
Yeah, but, I think Toyota has has pulled that shit, haven't they? Yeah, so uh, I think we spoke about it. Toyota, um, for the first three years that that people yeah. owned a Prius, they were able to do remote start with their car, so they could just be in their house and press a button, and it would start their car, warm it up, and then they could get in there. Um, and then after that, it the, people were trying to use it, and it wouldn't work, and they found out that you had to pay like $15 a month or something. Yeah. To have and I, remote start on your car that you already had remote start on. So, it, like, all those brands that pull that shit, I am just straight up not even considering them. Because there's no fucking way I'm going to support a company that does that shit. Which is why, like, in spite of the fact that, yeah, Hyundai kind of cut corners by not putting a uh, a kill switch in the cars that didn't have uh, push to start, like, at least they've made the commitment where they're not going to add the fucking microtransaction features to their, to their cars or have any kind of enforced cloud connection on them. I believe Honda did that too, or maybe I'm thinking backwards and they, they said that they want to do that shit. I can't remember. Are but you looking... I know that Honda, Honda for a very long time has sold the remote start kit just like as a thing that you can get installed separately and they don't even require that you install have it installed by a dealer. Good. It's just uh, like a hundred and fifty something ish add on that goes somewhere between like the ignition switch and and some other thing. It's like a two plugs that you connect. My question is: Are you looking at getting a gas car, like a gas powered vehicle, or are you looking at getting a an electric vehicle? I uh, I think my optimal choice would be a plug-in hybrid yeah i mean that's like i don't i don't drive very much to begin with and if i do drive them it's probably going to be within like 50 miles uh but i also cannot fit a i can't fit a full-size charger on my house like i just i don't trust the electrical system to be able to handle it for one and also i don't know where the hell i would put it well and what i i I don't want to invest the money into that yeah, and you could just house. use you could just plug it into your like but yeah, that's like a with normal a, uh, plug in hybrid. Yeah, you can just trickle charge it. It's well, fine. you can trickle charge a uh, a car anyway. Like a my you my co- my coworker has it. And he he regularly doesn't use anything other than trickle charge. Wow. Um, I've so heard he's that's like a dreadful experience. Uh, only if you drive a lot. I guess. Oh, yeah, I guess if he doesn't drive very much, then yeah, like he goes, to, he also, drives like, to yeah, work once once a week. I don't really need like a full electric car. I, I just have no no need for that, and don't really want to spend the money on it. That's true. Um, the only the only ones I would suggest right now would be like the Bolt if you could find it. Um, yeah, and but I I also kind of want a, like a larger car. So I'm, I'm there's there's a specific um, Hyundai one that I kind of really like, but it's got to be at the right price. Yeah, I'm looking at getting. See, mine is I'm looking at getting uh, a small car, a, a two seater. Yeah. That's that's my my yeah. ideal is to have a two seater. That way, if somebody's like, "Hey, can we ride with you?" I'd be like, "Nah, can't do it. <laughs> Sorry." Um, I I like being I I I'm too much of a proper. I can't like see myself driving anything smaller than. Maybe like a like a large hatchback or something. Uh, I mean, from I, to... I would like to get I, I would like to consider the Honda Fit if it wasn't for the fact that it has a uh, 
it has a problem with carbon buildup in the engine. Interesting. Yeah, the fits are good. Anyway, we've uh, we've wildly it's went off. It's almost like there's nothing. nothing interesting to talk about. I uh, we have one, one more... last thing about this about this Tesla article. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is the same attack used on the Xbox 360 to hack those. Funnily enough, the reset glitch hack. It's the same thing. Interesting. Uh, but we are going to move on, and we're going to talk about our last story, which is really stupid. Uh, Google, a, a lot of companies now are, you know, I thought in, when 2020 happened and companies were starting to be like, hey, we'll, we'll just let you guys work remote. It's, it's fine. I thought that most companies were going to realize that it was fine that everyone worked remote. And maybe those giant buildings that we buy aren't fucking needed and commuting to work 99% of the time for a lot of people isn't needed. Apparently they did not realize that. And I think part of it is we bought these giant buildings and we're paying for them. We need to bring you back in the office to justify that. But also uh, a big portion is we want to spy on you. And we don't have as much control of you when you're at your house. So God forbid you could be enjoying yourself while you're also working. So Google has decided, hey, we're going to start bringing people back into the office. But what we're going to do is at this one particular location, we have a hotel. But we're only going to charge you $99 per night at this hotel to make you come back to work and make the commute that much easier for you. Uh, and if that's your only place of living, $99 per night in that part of San Francisco might actually not be that bad of a deal. Considering you're paying $3,000 a month for rent in that particular part of the country. That being said, it's a terrible idea. Just let people work from home. Uh, what are your thoughts on this, Connor? You haven't been talking a lot. Uh, uh, what the fuck do you want me to say? No, people <laughs> should go back in the office. Hey, you're the one who goes in the office all the time. Yes, because I work in a hospital. Okay, sick people, <laughs> you gotta go home. Like, this isn't an argument. What the fuck are you talking about? Dude? <laughs> of course I want people to work from home. Um, I, I guess it's nice that they are offering this, but like, A, if you need people to do your work so bad and you're setting your office up in a place where nobody can realistically commute there, that's kind of on you, homie. Like you said, realize you take the L and uh, count your losses, make it so it'll work with a, a VPN or something like that, and get back to work. It, it also tries to... Uh, it, it tries to have a positive spin on this, which is hilarious to me. The advertisement entices workers to make the jump, even for a short while, to its on-campus hotel saying, just imagine no commute to the office in the morning, and instead, you could have an extra hour of sleep and less, less friction. Next, you Man, could walk out of your- If only there was some way for yeah. that to be a thing, you know? Next, you could walk out of your room and quickly grab a delicious breakfast or get a workout before your work starts. It adds uh, that after the end of the day, you could enjoy a quiet evening on top of the roof, uh, rooftop deck or take in one of the fun local activities. Or I could just work from home and it, it, do all of know, that. So, something else, too. Like, okay, I, I understand 
Google already spent a lot of fucking money on these campuses. Uh, and yeah, yeah, they did. Why? Why are they making the employees pay? You know, I like, isn't isn't part of the whole Silicon Valley fucking dream supposed to be that like you want to go to work or even just straight up live at work because it's not even work anymore. It's just like paradise, you know, like this was the, the, the fucking promise with like why everyone always wanted to work at Google for the longest fucking time. Was it like, well, you look at all the fucking amenities. They've got ping pong tables and you can sleep in the sleep pods and all this fucking bullshit. And now it's just like, hey, you want to spend a hundred dollars a night to live at work, and this and, only and basically goes basically on... stay at a Motel Six. Like... Yeah, and this only goes on through September. <laughs> um, it's it, like I, I, it is great that this person here is like some employees complained in an internal forum viewed by CNBC that they had mixed feelings about Google's hotel special. With one employee writing, "Oh, great, now I can give some of my pay back to Google." Like, yeah. yeah. Like, like, imagine that your fucking office is like, well, if you want a cubicle, it's 10 bucks a day. Uh, you know, it, it, now if you want to, if you want to reserve an office, that's only $25 a day. So um, now, now Musk, now I'm going to give credit to Elon Musk. Not a lot of credit because he's still a, a douchebag, but it says Musk created uh, free rooms shortly after taking over Twitter with the intention for workers to essentially live at the office, but he well, did it for yeah, free. Yeah, whenever you cut your workforce down by like 80%, yeah. and the ones that you don't fire, a lot of them quit, you probably got a lot of free space in the building, and you're desperate to keep people on, so you're like, you want to live here? Yeah. Like... That that's the only credit I'm giving is that is that <laughs> yeah at least he when isn't they, charging yeah he's but not this charging. This is also for the it. dumb motherfucker that's like if you lose your job because you liked something problematic on Twitter we'll we'll sue whoever fired you like One, and we'll okay. pay for it. So I work at a dental office basically. I, I work for a giant dental company, and one of our clinics. Trust me, it does fit into this. One of our clinics. I think it was like an old hotel. It was like an old hotel or something. Because, like, in order to go from one area to the other, you have to, like, exit and then walk (laughs) and then enter into a different area of the clinic. And I'm just like, that is so weird. But one of our, um, like, managers there really wants to convert one of the upper or two of the upper rooms into like apartments so that when we have traveling doctors who come in that they could stay at one of those apartments so we don't have to rent an apartment or like a hotel room for them for the time that they're there visiting and we asked the practice manager there i'm like well how many people how many doctors have actually come and like stayed and worked here and the practice manager who is not the one advocating for the hotel room or the apartment rooms. Uh, she's like, well, I've been here seven years and we've had one traveling doctor. <laughs> <laughs> so this person who wants it is just whenever she goes down there, she'll have a room at the office and doesn't have to get a hotel room. Yeah. And it's like, that's so dumb. But 
we would not charge the doctors or anybody for staying there when that conversion happened. Um, same thing happened kind of, uh, when I worked at Keith manufacturing where, uh, the supervise the electrician supervisor quit. He was like, I'm retiring and they hired a new one. And I was like, Hey man, so you're going to be the new elect, uh, the supervisor, electrician supervisor. Right. And he's like, ah, now I'm quitting. Like what? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and in Oregon, if you don't have an electronic or like an electrician supervisor on a place that big, you can't do anything. Like you uh -oh. need to go, you yeah, you need to go to the city and get a permit to put a new electrical outlet in the in the place. Oh, I see. Yeah. And so what they had, what they ended up doing was the old supervisor uh, bought a house in Hawaii and sold his house here. He was like, I'm leaving. He was just like, I'm out. And the company was like, we will build you an apartment here. Um, and so they, they built an apartment in one of the buildings and let him live there for six months until they found somebody else to take that job. And then they let that guy live in the apartment for another year. Uh, but they didn't charge him because they needed him to be there because otherwise they couldn't do anything like they couldn't put they couldn't run any wires through it like you couldn't even run ethernet cable through the building because that requires a low voltage license oh yeah Man. yeah fun times that would that would be pretty bad if something like that existed in illinois and you were doing that sort of stuff without permission Man, you know? yeah yeah that would be pretty bad if you uh I'm sorry, uh, uh, but yes, uh, we are going to uh, end this, though. We're done. We're done for the day. The Baldur's Gate 3 podcast has ended. Uh, I would like to thank you for being here, Aroa. I don't understand athletics, you know? Me neither. Well, what do you mean? What do you mean? Like, in the game? The skill, yeah. It's Just in the context of D&D. It's, it's like gymnastics it's and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It's like, I guess it's more. It's weird to me that the rogue archetype doesn't have necessarily good athletics. Interesting. I know, yeah. like Lazelle has an amazing jumping ability. Yeah. Well, that's. I think that's partially because she's the weird, like lizard race. Yeah, but but she, like, it's like weird. It's weird to me that I have plus five acrobatics, but since I have such shitty athletics, like I can't jump anywhere near as well as her. Interesting. Well, just get the uh, potions of vaulting. And thank you, Connor, for being here. We talked about everything we're talking about. And yeah, this we week, did. That was Baldur's Gate. Yeah. And yet I, I, take, I take one HP from fall damage in this jump that I'm trying to make, but she takes five HP. Uh, that's because it's, that it's a roll of the can, dice. Well, well, no, it's not even that. It's like the game is just telling me I will lose five HP if oh. I have. Well, she will lose five HP if Lazelle jumps down here and she will fall prone. Interesting. Whereas if Jaxina, me, does it, I will lose one HP and I will fall prone. I, uh, that, that spider, the, the phase spider matriarch, there is a point where I knocked her down and it did 40 points of damage to her. 
for that. That's wow. how much fall damage she took. It was great. She had 200 HP though, so well, you know, yeah, it took a while. Anyway, thank you both for being here. We'll be back next week. Uh, goodbye. Bye. Bye.